Hello, this is Mad Carl. And uh, this is Normal Andy. And this is Welcome to the Art Shed. Awesome, dang dude. man! So we have someone, a guest in the art shed today. Uh, Carl, you want to introduce him? This is our buddy Spago, Andrew Santa Spago, uh, great musician, one of our buddies from a long time, and uh, he he comes to the art shed. Um, he just played Embryonic Journey, and we're our podcast is in an embryonic state, so uh, it's very <laughs> appropriate, very fitting. And uh, we have. Uh, we have an an engineer working with us, not a train engineer, but a um, uh, like somebody who's helping. It. Wait, are you an engineer or producer? Oh, producer, right, producer, producer, sure. Chris. All of them, all of them. Whatever you need me to do, I'm here. I'll do it. We got producer Chris with us. Yeah, hey, producer Chris. Hey, how's it going? Good. <laughs> and we have the Spago. Introduce yourself, man. Hello, podcast world. I am. Andy Santospago, a.k.a. Spago, because there are too many Andys in this room. Yeah, there's one too many Andys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so uh, so the fr- so I'm already screwing up the podcast, because the first thing I wanted us to do, open up and talk about our projects. Uh, like So so one, the first segment I wanted us to do, Andy, yeah. was um, talk about like one project art project we did okay so you can go first if you can think of one. Oh yeah well i mean i'm i'm working on a project that's uh <clears throat> it's uh i do these drawing videos and i'm currently drawing one that i'm gonna sync up a song uh from uh uh andy Tenespago. uh his he's got a surf rock band called uh mr galaxy and uh, what's the name of the song plastronomy Plastronomy is the name of the song. It's a really long, epic kind of psychedelic journey. And uh, I'm doing a drawing right now for it. And I'm hoping by the end of this weekend to have that video done. Holy shit. Yeah. Nice. And the theme is uh, the theme is projects past and present. So uh, I just made that up. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) producer Chris kind of sent me an outline and uh, it said, um, about future, future, future yeah, we projects, could do yeah. future in there too. I know, yeah, like something <laughs> you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. So at each each episode, we could do a a different project that you're thinking about. But since Spago is here, 
I'm thinking about an art project that I did a long time ago, uh, in the '90s when uh, me and Andy were uh, were roommates, and I did I drew a whole deck of cards. Uh, each card was like the face card, and it was all like wicked trippy, like drawings. They weren't like traditional face cards. They were just, each card was like a different drawing, and and um, it was uh, when we were living in Somerville. And uh, we, we, you know, we're drawing. <laughs> yeah, remember that? And it, it took me a whole freaking year to draw the thing. And so much stuff happened in that year. I kind of remember everything. Like when I'm looking at the drawings, what happened in the year. Uh, do you remember that, Andy? Or? Yes, I do. Uh, I remember <clears throat> getting a copy. I think I got a print copy of the cards at some point. Oh, sweet. Um yeah, uh, so the, the full, a full deck basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, nobody said Carl was playing with a full deck, but he, <laughs> he proved them all wrong. <laughs> and they were they were all like nine by twelves. And I remember one time we were all like drinking, and and we'd have a bunch of people partying, and I showed this girl the the cards. Like it's it's my art, right? It's it's a it's like it's fifty two like individual drawings that's taken me over a year to do. And she fucking shuffles the fucking cards. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That's you know, I guess that's what happens when you have a party. Yeah. Don't take out anything of value at a party. Just leave it away in a drawer. She she started doing magic tricks where she's like tearing <laughs> pieces of the cards <laughs> off and one time uh, we were having a party at our house, me and Andy and um Spago. Spaggy, Spago. And, and I was, it was the the uh, the party was kind of slow going at first. So I'm like, let's get this fucking party started. And I opened up a window. We were on the first floor, but we were kind of high up, like six feet up. And I dove out the window and rolled onto the ground, like just to fire up the party. <laughs> and, uh, and, and everybody after that, everybody started cracking beers and partying. Like I was like. I have no idea why I did that. Like, but it, it worked, man. It started the party up, you know. Like, <laughs> it's totally true, man. <laughs> like, you have to. You can't think about what you're gonna do before you do it. Otherwise, it will. It will yeah, never we happen. revived many a party at that uh, at Woodstock Street, <laughs> Woodstock Somerville. Right, right. And um, the other thing is why we have producer Chris here is because. Uh, we had a clusterfuck of a uh, of a opening episode. Um, There's a clusterfuck of epic proportions, uh, and um, it was such a clusterfuck that there was rubberneckers driving by on the highway, looking at the crash. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, everyone who who listened to the first episode. And uh, <laughs> right, right. Thanks for listening to that episode. And. Um, and, uh, I thought and it was funny that the technical difficulties it all that to the added to the charm. Right. And it actually, yeah. at, one, at one we point, must be very charming. <laughs> at one point, me and Andy were like, uh, like sharing an uh, like an iPhone headphone earbuds earbuds and talking in the same mic because we we're getting all this feedback. I had to cut out like four minutes of just like complete chaos, and otherwise I just let the whole thing run, and. Uh, uh, and then, then Smedley was uh, was answering our questions before uh, 
before we asked him. So we knew there was something wrong with the uh, with the sinking of the of the whole thing, or maybe Smedley was a psychic. I, I think so. I think he was over prepared. Yeah, <laughs> he was reading off note cards. Yeah, he knew the questions <laughs> beforehand. Right, 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 right. Maybe he uh, wrote all the questions. Maybe he actually came up with them himself. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Nice. A little window into the world of being an art critic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, Defining the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so so I wanted to interview Spago, but he says he just he he's just like a jamming guy. He just he's like Peter Frampton. He talks with his guitar, like, mm-hmm. do you feel like I do? <laughs> Good time, good time. We're gonna have good time. Hey, and you wouldn't believe it, that's without a vocoder. (laughs) Do the do you feel thing. (laughs) Do you feel like I do? Spago Frampton right there. I know. Frampton unplugged. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't. <laughs> Go nuts. Spago, man, that was awesome. I could listen to that. It's going to be short little bursts. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He talks with the guitar, man. Uh, so we're not, we can't ask you questions, Andy? No, you, can, a, you okay. can ask me questions. Well, I mean, we were talking about this a little earlier. Yeah. We're going to have to ask you questions. But, uh, you know, like being a musician in this uh, the time of pandemic, like, can you talk a little bit about what gigs are like or what that's like? Or Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Not many gigs. Um, a handful of outdoor events. I did a, uh, a theater show at the Regent Theater. It was actually in the basement, and they had it all rigged up with the all the equipment. So it was a streaming show. So it was the band and a couple of cameramen and a guy running the sound, and it was streaming out to Todd Rundgren Nation, <laughs> which is sort of a there's a whole sort of under uh, underbelly of you know uh, rabid fans, uh, awesome people. I played in Akron, Ohio last year for these folks, um, and John Pohida is the, the star of that show. But uh, yeah, there's that, um, and a lot of kind of uh, online collaborations, little split screen videos, quarantine videos, um, a lot of recording, overdubs. So it's kind of fun. Um, you know, I miss playing in front of people and and having that sort of uh, interaction with the audience. But um, at the same time, it, it allows you to sort of read. You know recalibrate think about what you want to do and not just do every show that becomes you know available so um it's actually been pretty productive musically what uh what was the coolest show you've ever played coolest show i've ever played well um oddly enough i played some theater uh cover band gigs so i was i was in this touring Linda Ronstadt cover band um, <laughs> with a uh, former Miss or American Idol contestant. Nice. Great, great voice. 
Um, and that was really fun just because you'd have a theater full of people singing along and, you know, just completely into what's going on. So even though it wasn't original music and it wasn't, uh, you know, really pushing any boundaries or doing anything new, it was still kind of amazing to have people, you know, that, that many people engaged and uh emotionally responding to what what's going on it's yeah but isn't that how isn't that how it works like like andy andy like spends like no this is what the art (laughs) shit is all about andy spends like all this time writing his own music and uh jamming and 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 like like uh doing all this intricate stuff and then and then the the he gets the most appreciation in a cover band (laughs) right that's the irony of ironies (laughs) yeah and uh, you know close second would be Probably, actually, no. The first one would be the the Tom Petty cover band uh, with Greg Greg Klima, and uh, that was at the again at the Regent Theater. But this time it was a you know before pre COVID, we had a full sold it out, and um, I'm playing this solo, the slide solo, and I look down and this guy that like works at the bike shop, this sort of like really, you know, not very uh, social kind of you know like a a tech guy. In the bike world he's there like we're in the front row just smiling and, and totally digging what i'm doing and so we're like relating in this completely different way nice you know than the sort of like bike cut so i'm like playing for my town and that felt kind of oh cool. sweet like why with a bike shop guy there he was just there oh, you know, did some... you tell him about it no no i didn't I, i've never talked to the guy other than oh. like buying tires or, right you know no way yeah. dude so, Holy crap. Oh, crap. I just poured uh, my beer on my go. keyboard. <laughs> I, I think the point is that you know, the best times are the times where you're engaging with people and people are responding. So I imagine yeah. with art, it's kind of similar. If you can kind of get get feedback, or you get into a gallery and, and people are checking out your art and, and responding to it. That's I mean, that's basically social media. Cool. That's a dopamine hit everybody yeah, talks yeah. about. Right. Yeah. That's what basically destroyed the Western civilization, but whatever, you know, it's cool. Uh, but I mean, really, like, I, I mean, I've been pushing on my art through social media, and I actually, that's where I get most people coming. Uh, I mean, nobody would know the art shit existed in, except Andy or Steino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now everybody knows, and like the pilgrims yeah. swing by. And, and uh, speaking of that, like a pilgrim came by this week and bought a. Uh, bought a uh, uh, a shark painting from me and uh and i go what kind of beer you drink because you're gonna have to drink some beer if you step in the art shed and he goes bud light and i was like okay you know customers are always right i guess uh is that, <laughs> is that why there's bud light in the corner? yeah yeah that's why there's a couple of bud lights in the so we yeah, <laughs> so we're announcing our beers so we can oh, get yeah. a sponsor and, and we don't want a sponsor from bud light yeah because <laughs> we want beers we're gonna drink we're ner- we're snobs so what are you drinking andy i'm drinking a uh victory prima pills uh german style pilsner nice and uh that's from uh let's see uh, pennsylvania downington pennsylvania what do you what do you got there the spagster um i've got lord hobo Freebird golden ale it- Andy's New drinking, England's brood. Andy's drinking some free bird because he plays the free bird. Mine's oh, go for it. 
How are you now? That's what I'm drinking. How are you now? How's your mama? No, I'm drinking How Are You Now? New England IPA from Night Shift. That's a local yokel uh, beer place. And uh, I don't know where the hell it is, but I drink this beer all the freaking time. How are you now? It's a new one. Oh, whoa. It's got a little cooler yeah. on it. All right. Yeah. Producer Chris, are you drink? I know you make some weird concoctions. Are you drinking anything interesting? Yeah, I, I'm drinking um, this stuff that's Sangria Senorial which is a non-alcoholic sangria. And then it's super sweet, and I don't like it that sweet, so I just dumped some balsamic vinegar in it <laughs> and then poured some seltzer water over it. It's nice. working out. It's nice. I actually like this. Are you going to throw some mint in there, too? Or? No, no, not mint with this. Mint, I'll, I'll throw mint in other stuff, but I got to go through mint. If anyone needs mint, I can mail you a bunch of mint. I what about those. Worcestershire sauce? No, I don't have, well, I don't know. Maybe some chili peppers. Just yeah, like yeah. nice. Chopped some, up and some, dumped in like could be good. Like a kombucha. Yeah, yeah. I got loads of that stuff too. Nice. You brew your own? Uh not yet. No. I I'm I've got too many cooking projects going yeah. without uh, yeah. brewing brewing that. Yeah. So I, I killed the, the whole vibe when I started talking about the beers because we were in the middle of the Spago interview. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all part of the, the outline, though, right? Yeah, right, right. right. I see right here on the I outline got... it says, interrupt, inter, in, interrupt fascinating interview <laughs> with talk about beer and possibly getting sponsored. Okay, you guys. So so I can read you some of my notes because they don't make any sense to me now. So, <laughs> so I'm like... I'm like uh, like writing notes furiously uh, like uh, during the week when an idea comes up and uh, uh, like, oh, yeah, I could, should mention this in the show. It sounds smart. And uh, my uh, wait, 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 the art shit is real, but it's also a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I meant by that? I, I was like, like your own like. The art shed, it's a physical place, but it's also like like a like a place like that like I'm just I'm not talking about just me. I'm talking about all artists out there and musicians. Like they, they can all have their own art shed where they go and do creative stuff and right. in in like like uh like so the art shed is kind of like a metaphor for everybody, you know. That well that was, I mean to relate to stuff you were talking about last year and something I kinda think about like art studios. <laughs> Like it's like your external brain, basically, mm. you know, like it's 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 like an external manifestation of your brain. So uh, your brain is pretty hectic, Carl, sitting looking around <laughs> at all the walls. In the you, you guys are in my brain. Exactly. Right now. Holy it's terrifying uh, and glorious. Yeah. So. glorious bastards. Yes. It's nice that it's all art, though. It's not like, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't know, like Burger King rappers and stuff. Of, you know, right, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's. I'm glad you threw out that collection of Burger King <laughs> There is a Cheryl. Well, I lived with Carl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so there is a Cheryl Teagues poster on the wall too. No, there isn't. Yeah. that'd be cool if there was. <laughs> well, maybe a future painting. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Chris, you have any insights on the metaphor? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's you know, it's definitely a metaphor because it doesn't need to be a shed necessarily could be even just like the corner of a room or anything like for me it's it's like my art 
craft's garage and it's just got right. like a set up as a woodshed or a woodworking shop and like welding and it's like just a disaster it's i mean i i'll find like four or five pieces of wood that i'm like oh i could make this into a table and so i just wrap them in like some masking tape and then i take a sharpie and i write table on it and i put it over nice. to the side <laughs> and like four months later i'm like table how the hell am i gonna make that a table and then it comes out totally different than what i thought it is but i get a table in the end so yeah. it all works out yeah. oh that's awesome oh, oh yeah uh, uh listeners i forgot to to mention that producer chris lives near uh the like he actually lives under he's homeless he lives under the uh <laughs> the l train in a dumpster but he he does have a sh- he does have a craft garage yeah, yeah he does yeah. have a craft yes. garage yeah well he priorities right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you know. I mean, I guess I could live in the garage if I wanted to, but that would be, uh, I don't know. It just seems a little too fancy for me. So, yeah. nice, right, 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 right. You could live in the garage, yeah. but you you like to sleep in the open underneath the. There's no. Is there any stars in Chicago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get stars. We get planets. I actually have a telescope. I can see like the right. moons of Jupiter and stuff. Nice. And like I could notice when smoke came in, I was looking at Jupiter and I'm like, why is it so like brownish all of a sudden? And I was like, <laughs> oh man, because the West Coast is burning. <laughs> alien, yeah. alien gas. Yeah. Alien, yeah, yeah. Why, why is yeah. it brownish? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, how about how about you, Andy? What kind of or Spago? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Spagster. What what kind of a uh, train are you living under these days? Mm. And, and and, um, and kind of, do you have any takes on the Carl's metaphor? Well, yeah, I, I have my music room, and that you know, it's just I can close the door and work on work on stuff. I can communicate with other people, other musicians, and you know, we've got all these cool tools now for. For collaborating, you don't need to be in the same room. Is there? Um, I'm sorry, you're yeah. but Just is there other special programs you use to record with other people, or is it just over Skype or something like that? Um, I started using uh, Final Cut for video editing and, and putting the, the videos together. But yeah, in terms of the the metaphor, you know, I'm I'm right there with you. I think you need you need to have you know, have have some separate space. Ideally, it would be like this, like a little shed that's separate from my house. I don't have that. I can still hear the the <laughs> kid, kids stomping upstairs, and um, which is great. It, you know, yeah, that's cool too. It's, it's yeah. all good. And, and my my boy comes in here and and all the time. And, yeah, yeah, you know, so so it's cool. Like he came in the other day. He was like it was going to be the first day of school, like hybrid school. He was going to school and he's like freaking out, and I'm like, "Oh, uh, that's that's um, anxiety because you're gonna have first day of school tomorrow." And I go, "Dude, why don't you come into the shed and coat some uh, some paintings like uh, with with a color, like because I I do all these mini paintings, and so I had him coat a bunch of mini paintings with with different colors that I was gonna paint over." And he totally calmed down. And he goes, he goes, Dad. After that, I don't have any. Uh, what's that called? Anxiety anymore? It's gone. 
I'm like, That's sweet. Right. And then he had a great first day of school. So That's nice. Awesome. So awesome. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, hey. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, somewhere, you know, art in general is just uh, a place you can go to sort of escape, you know, when you're really in it and you're, you know, just deep in the moment, you're not thinking about all the, uh, all the bullshit, all the, the troubles and, yeah, that's the beauty of it is it's, a, it's the closest thing I have to the meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole concept of this thing called like flow state and to get in a flow state it's kind of like you have to be challenging yourself enough with something new so that you aren't like your mind isn't drifting off to something else but then you also have to be good enough at it so that you know it doesn't become frustrating like you aren't just banging your head against a wall and it's like they can like measure it even in terms of like your physiological responses and everything be like, Oh, that dude's in a total flow state and right. totally relaxed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes a little bit to get into it too. That's why yeah. I, I say, yeah. that's why I say like, you do like, you gotta keep doing it. You gotta keep painting, you know, you gotta keep doing your art and to get into the flow state, you know, man, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal. And and actually, I am going to to open a beer. Wait, let me find a beer. A good beer. Wait, one that I didn't drink already. I'm going to open a beer, and then Spago can... Wait, I, I keep pulling out the same beer. All right, here's a new beer. I'm going to open another beer, and then Spago can go off in a jam. Wait. So you'll both be achieving your flow state. Yeah. Yeah. I could see some Edward Gorey animations to that song. Yeah. Is that, That's yeah. the Alfred Hitchcock theme song. Oh, um, sweet. And it has, uh, has an official name, which is Funeral March of a Marionette. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Holy shit. I uh, love those, yeah, <laughs> the Alfred Hitchcock thing. Yeah. I used to have a record that scared the, scared the shit out of me. Uh, cool. Uh, Producer Chris, do we want to do the uh, get Smedley on the line and do a, a painting review, or yeah, wanna... hold on, uh, send a painting over. All right, you you got the painting, didn't I? Send it to Smedley before. Uh, let's see. Uh, I can I can look for it again. Okay, while you guys figure that out, Andy, do you Andy, Jim, sorry. 
Okay. Yes. I'm in, I'm in drop D, so you're going to hear a lot of drop D until I switch guitars. But um, I'll play a little bit of, since this is sort of like, this has uh, hints of uh, witchcraft to it, this, this little art shed out in the, uh, in the woods of Hopkinton. I'll play a little Black Mountain Side by Jimmy Page. Nice. Awesome, dude. That's excellent. Yeah. Smedley, did you? I mean, uh, Chris, did you find the painting I sent for Smedley? And no. Yeah, yeah. no. This, this is Smedley now. I'm here. I got the painting. Ah, Smedley, yeah, here. Here. You have the painting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like, this is the one with like the, like, hey lady, there's a monkey on your head. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was a perfect song because uh, yeah, hey lady song. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 hey Carl, you got the art I need. Maybe more than enough. Your brother Andy is pretty good himself. Review, dude, that oh, was right. fucking awesome. Dude. Holy crap, he we got Spago making up lyrics now. Holy shit, dude. yeah, we need you here all the time. You're like our speaking of the, the Andy's like the, the monkey that that uh, oh, you, man, don't call. you know, the uh, the, the crank the, the guy like cranks the, the tune and the monkey like hits the symbols. That's, that's Spago, that, that's definitely the analogy. Any <laughs> To describe them. I've insulted Andy by accident many times. And on purpose, probably. I'm sure. Yeah. Andy, Andy's like a little bit. Spago's bitter. Yeah, yeah. It happens. I mean, anybody who knows me is can you, really bitter. Can you hand me one of those owl beers? Oh, yeah. Andy, you got to crack. Oh, does, does Spago need to do another two? You got to crack it. Crack it. And, uh, All right, I'll crack it. Crack it. And then All Spago's right, got so, another two. You got to just have something lined up there, Spaggy. Um, okay, so I just had a free bird. No, you gotta be. Oh, well, we can just let's play music. Okay. Every time we, it's oh, like man. crack a jam, uh, crack a beer.
Nice. Crack Thank a you. crack All a right. beer. Yeah. Jam a jams. That's the rule, okay. now, Andy. It's like All a right. drinking game. Except sorry, now, sorry, now sorry, I know Andy. the format. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. <laughs> Probably should have established these yeah. the rules well, beforehand. Right. <laughs> it's more fun when you establish yeah. the rules as you go. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so are we reviewing a painting? Smedley. It's all Smedley now. So are, are we going to, is okay. this painting going to be available for people to look at yes, online yes. somewhere? The other one, yes, I I don't have it anymore, but wait, wait, there it is. Wait, oh, wait, it's right it's, here. It's, it's, it's the shed. Hold on. I'll show it just, the guy. Wait, just, everyone has just walked in the door. It's pretty amazing. There's the painting. Okay. It heard that it was going to be reviewed, yeah, and heard. it like walked its way back. So, so we can all look at this. That's the painting. You have the, it's the monkey lady, guitar lady, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With a shrimp oh, the... growing out of her hair. <laughs> wait, that's a, a shrimp? Oh, oh wait. Smelly. Yeah. Like Freddick. So, I mean, I, I don't want to like uh, take anything away from you. Yeah, we you. shouldn't talk about it yeah, yeah, before right. you review it. Yeah. Uh, well, either way. I mean. It's blue. Like, blue paint must have been on sale. This is from your blue period again, when you could get a deal on blue paint. And red. You got some red paint, too, on sale. But, yeah, so it's this lady, and she's, like, playing the guitar, and she looks like she's pretty good, and she's playing it at... I want to say she's playing it at a tree, but it looks like a plant that's trying to be a tree, but not quite there. So it's kind of like a vine pretending to be a tree and the monkey kind of knows what's up but she doesn't know and she's just kind of like that's a tree but the monkey knows the real deal and then i don't know what the shrimp is but she's got a shrimp her hair turns into a shrimp so so smedley uh i know you've been you were trained at the sobon or sorbonne's academy wherever the hell it was. yeah yeah uh, yeah so uh i mean can you Read it like like what like into this painting in any way? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> it's all kind of like about how this lady really kind of likes trees, and the tree is trying to be <laughs> a tree when it really isn't a tree, and the monkey is kind of like the all-seeing monkey that knows everything. But in reality, it's all just like a crustacean, like a shrimp type thing. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I think there's another breathtaking review by Schmedley. I mean, Schmedley. Obviously, when you go to school, you really. I mean, the Vienna, it yeah. must have yeah. been the Vienna contact. I mean, the, the time you spent in Vienna, like drinking. You know, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's. That's, you know, I, I could give you a Freudian interpretation of it, but that, that wouldn't be... No, we don't want or, that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that's why I was... Uh, that's why I was... Uh, it's a family podcast. It's a family yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there are way too many penises in that... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. review. Right, right, yeah. Oh. Well, keep talking. Somebody's pointing to a beer. Somebody is pointing to a beer. Crack it. You got to crack it before you play. I'll crack it for you.
Wow, Andy, what was that? That petite waltz. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's from Vienna. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. crap, this guy's like Why? spot on. Yeah. This guy's spot on. We started talking about something, he plays in Vienna. Yeah. Uh, what if I started talking about uh, uh, Spain? Could you come up with some? I can play a Steve Howe Spanish guitar piece. That's pretty damn Spanish. And that's why I said it. I'm like, I want to hear some freaking... Uh... Yes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to derail the art focus here. No, I don't. No, well, yeah, yeah, art. That's true. Is that like mood for a day? That is mood for a day. Yeah, that's a, that was excellent. Oh. That's a... Pete, uh, uh, Smedley was, you know, he was a huge yes fan when he was in Vienna. Yeah, nice. yeah. 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 Vienna was all... But they called them yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, dude. Vienna was the nothing fact... but like prog rock and bomb hits. That's all it was. Yeah. They called it... The sausages. The yeah, dude. I want some... Uh, some... Um, with a schnitzel. Schnitzel. <laughs> I want some schnitzel. So uh, when we were talking about uh, when when Smedley was doing the art review, I kind of was thinking I have a quote here, which maybe you guys can can uh, comment on. Let me find the quote. Oh, a Carl Jung quote, and he did some freaking awesome art, by the way, Carl Jung. The creation of something new is not accomplished by the intellect. But by the play instinct, actor acting from inner necessity, the creative mind plays with the objects it loves. That's from Carl Jung. That was a cool quote. Hey, this is a this is not a Freudian podcast. It's a Jungian. It's a Jungian. We don't <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, Smedley. I know you're freaking hardcore into freaking into Freud, but we're Jungians here. Yeah, I mean, I I I feel like. I mean, artist is like a combination of all their influences and like the urge to get away from your influences and and explore things that are new you know so that definitely plays into yeah. like the you you make what you love kind of thing he was talking totally. about mm-hmm. at least for me i don't know definitely i mean i think yeah if, if you aren't trying to find you know something new reveals new things within yourself yeah you know so that and then you kind of follow that path yeah right and then and then like when you find new things you kind of can look back on the old things you're into and you can even like be like oh that was in there all the time Mm -hmm. anyway you know like it's always this cycle of like death and rebirth yeah there you go (laughs) yeah yeah, there's there's a whole what's it what's on the the recklessness of death is in life it would not be life without it oh yeah 
Yeah. Who said that? Uh, Thomas Mann said that. So yeah, you you can tell I you know Vienna and German and yeah that that's my <laughs> old accent. Yeah. Yeah. Smedley, you're a freaking hardcore. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised you even come on this podcast. We can do we can do a jam, and then we can go into questions if you want. Or do you guys want to talk more? Well, I think I think we're, it's good time for questions. What do you think? Yeah, let's do questions. Well, yeah. Yeah. Jam yeah. First. You have a uh, a jam first a... because. from the almond sisters <laughs> right dude yeah almond brothers nice um all right i guess we can go into question oh yeah i wish we had a song that went questions we have some questions like you well, can uh, just- he can play something we can sing along questions we, we have, have some questions, questions. we're gonna answer, answer all your questions we have some answers Questions. Right. <laughs> and they and answers. We have questions. Maybe answers. All right. All right. That was Thank a you. great question. That'll probably appear in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, go ahead, Andy. I want you to reinterpret yeah. that song. Please. Yeah. Andy, Andy sings better than us. Please. It reminded me. No, I just heard like. Yeah. Questions. So you, yeah, that, that, for next time. Should we try it again? Fit that, do a second fit take? Questions into that that melody. Okay. Ready? Ready? Try, it, try it again. Yeah. One more time. Questions. We yeah, got your questions here. Yeah. Questions. questions. We, we got, got your questions. Questions. We got some answers. We're gonna give you answers to your questions right now. Right now today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That, that was, was way more. Cool. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. that was pretty fucking sweet, actually. Yeah, we're it's pretty. We're live. We're live. Uh, this is Mad Carl. Uh, this is uh, Andy. Wait. Normal Andy, sorry. <laughs> Come on, Andy. Hey, normal Andy. This is Spago. Andy. Half normal Spago. And producer yeah. Chris Smedley hey. left us. 
Smedley's Smedley get crushed by a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Again. 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 Producer Chris, he's way more normal than Smedley, but no. Not. Just worlds apart, very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's super like how did you meet Smedley? Yeah, I know. Because you're you're our link to Smedley. Uh, I met Smedley at a performance art piece about dumpsters. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh right. Yeah. Didn't he make a nest? It all connects, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And it he basically managed to connect a dumpster to an L train, and it kind of like swung alongside the L train. Ah. And it was oh, kind so of on the news because it ended up yeah. in the river. And there was yeah. a fire and all this stuff. It was, yeah, yeah. Ooh, river fire. Yeah. Nice. For legal I like reasons, it. I can't see anymore. Yeah. Sounds good. I like that. Yeah. It's oh. pretty rare, the river, river fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the Midwest, they're more common than you. <laughs> Sweet. Um, all right. So um, first question is from Mike. Love, love the podcast, dude. I have another question if you guys do this again. I know growing up with Phil, uh, growing up with your brother Phil, we collected and loved comic books. I know Andy read Phil's collection as well. Who, if if any, had an influence on Andy's art? P.S. <laughs> I think Carl would dil, dig Bill Seswick. Bill Sankevich. Yeah, Sankevich. That's Senko, a Chicago. I, 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 it's a tough one to pronounce. So, so that's like uh, a Chicago name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're asking me comic book influences. So yeah, there's a bunch of different comic book influences. Uh, so I'm just gonna list a few of them and kind of what they did. Uh, there's Jeff Darrow. He's known for like drawing these intense, crazy uh, fight scenes with tons of detail. Uh, did a comp called Hard Boiled, one called uh, Rusty, the Boy Robot, and uh, uh, yeah, he's done a lot of stuff though. Uh, he I, a lot of people he does comics for covers. Uh, Osama Tezuka, who created uh, Astro Boy, uh, Mobius, who is uh, you know well known for uh, doing uh, crazy. How he did a lot of Western comics, but then he also did. Uh, a lot of really amazing sci-fi comics in like the 70s that were incredibly influential. He worked on a bunch of movies like uh, uh, if you ever watch uh, Jodorowsky's Dune documentary, he worked on that and that went on to influence like Alien and all these other crazy sci-fi things. Uh, you know, and there's movies like uh, uh, The Fifth Element that's kind of like inspired by his work. Um Sam Keith, he made a comic called The Max. Uh, Jamie Hewlett, uh, he created a comic called Tank Girl, uh, but now I think people more know him for his work. Uh, he kind of does the character designs for the, the band The Gorillas. Uh, Eastman and Lard created Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Gary Larson, uh, just his sense of humor and stuff like that. Uh, he made The Far Side. Uh, ben Edlin, the creator of The Tick, and uh, kind of through The Tick, I found this other artist called Sander Cannon, who uh, did this comic called Replacement God. Now he does this comic called Kaiju Max. Uh, Mike Mignola, or Mignola, um, 
he created Hellboy. Jack Kirby created like most of the Marvel universe. Uh, Sergio Aragones, uh, Katsuhiro Otomo. Uh, he's the artist who, who wrote and drew uh, Akira. Um, Bill Watterson, uh, the guy who created Calvin Hobbes. Charles Burns, who uh, he was he had a bunch of stuff in uh, Raw and uh, created books like Big Baby and uh, other things. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I could keep going. There's more. But I think that's probably enough for now. Yeah, a lot of influences. Well, you're a DC and Marvel guy. I, I, definitely a Marvel zombie. I, I grew up on X-Men comics and Fantastic Four and uh, stuff like that. You know, I never, I never really dug into DC till later. What do you think of DC? Uh, it's okay. I don't know. I'm, I just don't have the history with it, so I don't connect with it that much. I, you know, kind of like my connection with DC comes through uh, the Batman the animated series, uh, which was on TV, which was really amazing. And uh, you know, over the last twenty, thirty years since that show came out, they've been expanding in that universe and I've learned a lot more about the DC universe through that animated show. But that's where most of my knowledge of DC comes from. You know, like I grew up on Marvel comics and uh that was always what I preferred. I feel like I was for me I feel like I gravitate more towards the artists. Uh you know, and then if if the writing's good, that's a bonus. You know, I I love well written stories, but I think the art has to grab me first, and uh, I tended to like the artists on uh, Marvel books more. But you know, looking back, that might have just been, uh, you know, just because that was what I was into. You know. Cool. Yeah. Um, what other artists did you mention? Oh, I meant just Mobius. Uh, oh right, yeah. Mobius. Yeah. He's super trippy, crazy, uh, right? French artist, uh, and uh, you know, I would, I a lot of like uh, Katsuhiro Otomo. He he created Akira. He's a like incredible comic artist. Uh, the Akira comic is actually way better than the animation, and uh, yeah, just a really amazing artist and draftsman, and. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, so Scott asks, have you considered doing the podcast on video since so much of what you are discussing discussing is vid- visual? Um, this is what I think is we're trying to leave this all up to your imagination. We're trying to do something because we do so many visual uh, like art. We're doing visual art. So I think doing a film of this, I mean, it might be funny. It, it I mean, I think it, it possibly it, could be funny. Definitely funnier if we talk about visual things and you guys can't see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, this isn't all a joke. So uh, I, I think at this moment, it's easier to do. Uh, we've got oh, a we got a visitor. Oh, hold on. Open Let the me, door. I'll get the hold door. On. Hold on. Come on in, Dylan. Hey. This is my boy, Dylan. You got to. Dylan, you got to talk about your art. Oh, Dylan and I are working on a book together. Talk, you wanna, talk about your book. You want to talk about your this book? This is my boy, Dylan. Say something, buddy. 
Say something. Because this is a radio show, so you have to talk. You can't just sit there and look cute. Can I ask you a question? What this was is your an first... visual medium. Yeah. What was your first day of first of second grade like? Talk to us. End of coronavirus. Talk... Just say it. <laughs> Come on, man. It was good. It was good? So what'd you do? Do you have to talk a little louder? Talk into the mic. That's not the key. Talking to the mic. Oh, what's your favorite drawing? What do you mean by drawing? What What's your favorite thing to draw? Don't you like to draw uh, comics? You don't just nod. You have to say. Yes. Did you? Uh, what did you? Did you watch the rest of Paddington? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? It was good. Yeah. Uh, what did you? What do you remember when you were a little kid? You um, what was your favorite thing to draw? What do you, you talk? Um, talk. Does it have to do with nobody's your, listening to this podcast, Dylan? Nobody's gonna. All right, buddy. All right. All right, we're gonna no. go on, Dylan. If you if you feel the need to say yeah. something, yeah, just say it. Say. Well, we're going to go on answering questions. If Dylan okay. feels the need to yeah, say something. Yeah, you can hang out. You can hang out with us. Okay. Okay? Yeah, yeah. What? I don't want to talk. You don't have you to don't talk. Have to talk. Yeah, 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 just hang out. Just hang out with us. I know. Just see if I'm going to listen to Dora's Elf on the Shelf. Oh, his favorite thing to draw is Elf on the Shelf. Nice. All right, it makes That's sense. Right. All right. Uh, good vintage. Comment on the show. It kind of sounds like car talk, somebody said. And, yeah, it sounds like car talk because Andy has such a freaking Boston accent. that Me? um oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Restino. Oh, yeah. Andy's just... I know. I don't have a... I, I mean, I have a much thicker accent than you do, Carl. Andy's loud and obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. I laugh a lot. Says stupid things. Yeah. And isn't it... Is <laughs> Wait, who, do you, who talks like that then, Dylan? Uh, daddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? It's, it's kind of crazy if you realize that, like, all three of us grew up within, like, a hundred yards of each other. Right, yeah. And, and then you look at the accents. And it's yeah. a... Right. <laughs> nice. It's um, okay if he wants to hang out. He can hang out. Yeah. He can hang out. Yeah, he, he can hang out. Yeah. He can hang out. All right. I mean, Andy Sanespio grew up not too far away from where we did. Also. Spago. Spago. Yeah. So, yeah. Right on Oak Street. Yeah. And you can see his got a thick Massachusetts accent also. Totally. It's uh, the silence that you can hear the <laughs> accent. The silence. Who's Andy talking to? Which Andy? That Andy. We're Andy. talking to our audience. We're talking to our. our, our we're talking to the millions the, of people out there. <laughs> the 120 people who are actually listening to the we're, podcast. We're, we're talking to the hundreds of thousands of, of groupies and yeah. In the this in is we're a big deal. On. Yeah, we're a big <laughs> deal in our own minds. <laughs> <laughs> How many people do you think are listening, Dylan? Ten. Ten. Oh, that's pretty so good. We're probably close. Yeah. Okay, so um, here is 
Christine's question, which the only person who ever called in was my sister, who we had to bribe. Uh, what yeah. time is your con- podcast on live? Well, it is <laughs> live. Yeah. Yeah. Also, question for the next con- podcast. What does your artwork represent? Does your art represent something about you? You're looking yes. at me? I have to start this one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want me to go? No, I mean, I, I feel like... I feel like it's maybe almost impossible to get away from yourself when making something because yeah, it just naturally, even if unintentionally, reflects who you are and what you're interested in. And uh, you know, if intentional, more the better. Like even if you're intentionally trying to move away from who you are into something else, it's still something you're interested in. So, in some ways, it reflects back on yourself. I don't know. I guess. That's my roundabout way of, of uh, what do you think, Andy Spago? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, what else do you have? But you, you have, you know, those around you, but you're, yeah, you're staring like, at yourself, you know, 24-7. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like any input you're getting, it's, you're translating it through your own brain. So, you, like, who knows if... Any of us are understanding each other. Mm-hmm. My my artwork is like a like a direct link into my scary freaking subconscious because I just go I just riff off I, I think of I think of the stuff I'm gonna paint, but sometimes I just go off and do just 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 let the freaking spirits grab me and and take me. You know what I mean? Do whatever the hell I go like let happenstance. Roll. That's how I roll, basically. What about you, producer Chris? I, you know, so much of my stuff is because I do a lot of different types of stuff. I do photography. I build furniture. I actually consider cooking in a lot of ways to be kind of a, a form of art too. Sure. Um, and then Shididerod carts every year, which are kind of like functional sculptures. It, for me, a lot of it is trying to solve a problem and even if it is something that's kind of like more internal and psychological it's almost like you know that's about solving a problem too in a way and that that's kind of the way that i approach things is sort of uh yeah how how do i get from point a to point b somehow right Uh, did you say you make uh, i did rod cars or shy did a rod shy did a rod which is a shopping cart race in Chicago um, that happens. It starts the same day that I did a rod starts mm-hmm. and people basically drink a lot and race shopping carts around the city um, going from bar to bar. But some of the carts end up like people did. They've done ones that are like the Titanic and it broke in half and it was two <laughs> carts. And the whole thing was mm-hmm. maybe about 30 feet tall and about 60, 70 feet long. And um yeah, we do one that is, we did Mad Max this year and had chickens that we wired onto crosses over a big burning fire. And the whole thing, we rolled Live down chickens? the middle of the street. No, 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 no. Ch- chicken, like, you know, whole yeah. chicken carcasses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So do you um, eat fried you. chickens? Not fried chickens, no. We didn't want to have, I mean, we had a, you know, a lot of we had a oak fire cooking the chickens, 
Um, but that's better than frying oil being pushed down the street over potholes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, you're kind of a grill master too, aren't you? I do. I like to cook on fire and I like yeah. historical stuff because, you know, I've been really into like um, this cookbook lately that's about Mughal cooking. So it's kind of what would now be like northern India, Pakistan, kind of influenced by a lot of stuff from the steppe regions north of that even. Um, and that's really interesting to me, just like how there are similarities and differences throughout history and across the world in different types of cooking. And once you start cooking on fire, you're cooking the way that people cooked for millions of years, like before totally. the gas stove came about, which wasn't until like the late mid late 1800s. And even then it wasn't popular until early 20th century. So. So here's my theory on fire cooking, which first of all, the fire that I mean, first of all, fire, like, like I'm totally into the hunter gatherer, uh, like looking at a fire, you know, like I love looking at a fire. I spent my whole youth at a keg party looking at a fire right. or lighting fires yeah. Yeah, lighting yeah. Fire. in various places you shouldn't yeah have yeah you're right 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 so so but but i think i think the fire uh like why i mean i get why somebody would have a gas grill outside because you know it's convenient right but so many things in this world is convenient i think you should cook on fire because because it's not convenient. It's the way the, the, the our ancestors did it, and it tastes better. Yeah, it does. It definitely it it gives a different flavor. The other thing too is we were talking about flow state earlier, and kind of like where you're at this point where you have to pay attention, but you're also working within your wheelhouse of abilities and stuff. And if you're cooking on a fire, you get a you really have to pay attention to it. It's not like you can just like you know set it up and then walk away. And so it kind of induces a flow state that you have to sit there and look at the fire and look at your food and keep all of that stuff going in your head at the same time. Um, yeah, which can put you in a, in a flow state, a nice relaxed place in your head. Awesome. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Like always, this thing, this leads to something we're not expecting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. Okay, so um, that's the last question. I mean, we does, only have. Does Dylan have any questions? Dylan, do you have a question? Ask a question. Dylan, this is your last chance to be on the podcast. Ask a question. Say, ask a question to, uh, like, about art. Can you ask a question about art? No, he's wicked shy. I asked, say, say, Spago hit it. What's that? Mean? That means jam. Say it. Just say it. Just yes. say it. <laughs> Spago hit it.
So Dylan doesn't make any noise until when we ask him to make noise. He only makes noise when we don't ask him to make noise. Mm -hmm. Now we know yeah. how to get him to make noise. <laughs> Did you hear that in the background, Chris? Uh, it's been, yeah, producer Chris. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. This is what my six-year-old does in Zoom meetings. <laughs> uh, school, it spins in his chair. <laughs> nice. All right. Um. <laughs> all right. So this is a uh, complete disaster. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, second disaster, a new type of disaster. Yeah, exactly. You know what's funny is is I was like, oh wow that first episode was such a disaster this next one is going to be so spot on everybody's going to be blown away by the second episode but it's a clusterfuck what do you guys yeah i think it'll be this way for a while yeah <laughs> it's okay it's like you know those first couple of episodes yeah. of the simpsons the, the voices All right. were a little weird and they they looked weird too they yeah. kind of like were wavy yeah. homer sounded like carl malden <laughs> Star Trek Next Generation too. That didn't start out strong. No. Although yeah. I've been, I've actually just been rewatching this first season, and there's a lot of awesome episodes. There's just some episodes that are so terrible. Yeah. That uh, we actually have. Uh, I'm looking at our. We have 124 people who looked at our, who played our last podcast, even though it was a complete disgrace. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. So maybe this time we'll have 124,000. Yeah. You know if they listened to the whole thing or just kind of like tuned in for like yeah. 30 seconds and bailed. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, I'm sure that was the case. It's probably a way to get it. Was it was Andy yeah. listening to it yeah. like 50 times. Exactly. I didn't probably yeah. use it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, should we let uh, Andy play us into the next section? What's the next section? I think that's the goodbye. Next section is uh, is goodbye and and where um. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Dylan. Dylan, you, what song does you like? What's your what favorite song? What song do you like? Name a song and we'll, he, he can play it. All right. Yeah. It is, people people are trying to uh, listen to. It. Do you have any punk rock? It sounds like punk rock. <laughs> He's Frankie. <laughs> Progressively worse the more beer I drink. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Man. Are we just gonna go right into the uh, outro, or do we want to stop it and do an outro? Like, uh, we can do the outro right now. Yeah. So everybody go around and. Um, well, let's start with our guest, Spago, Andrew Santisfago, or Andy Santisfago. <laughs> and I know you're playing. You play a lot of gigs. You have a website. You have a bunch of bands. Mm -hmm. You want to talk a little bit about what you're doing? So the main 
way to connect with my music is through Bandcamp. Bandcamp is, for better and worse, a, a great way to, uh, it's kind of democratizing the ability to record and transmit music. And um, I, I have a, uh, a surf band that originally started with one of these quarantine split screen videos and uh, like a Facebook post talking about surf music. All these great musicians chimed in and we, we, we formed a band. So if you look up Bandcamp, Mr. Galaxy, you will find an eight song um, album we're, we're, we have a couple more that we're adding to it, but uh, it's nearly complete. And if you type in my name in Bandcamp, Andy Santo Spago, uh, you will find my original sing songs in there as well. And I'm working on a new album. And uh, that that's, you know, Bandcamp's a great model for, for giving to the artist because compared to Spotify, where you get, you know, a fraction of a penny for a download, Bandcamp, you get, you know, almost all of the money. I think Bandcamp takes like a, you know, 5% or something. So it's a pretty good model for um, for indie, indie artists. So that's my plug. Nice. Nice. Uh, me and... Uh... Just look up Carl Restaino, C-A-R-L-R-A-S-T-A-I-N-O, on on Facebook or Instagram or madcarl.com. That's my website, but I don't update it as much as I update Instagram and Facebook. So look me up on Facebook or Instagram and follow me. And I don't I mean, I, I just do a ton of art and uh, I'm really bad at the business side. I sell paintings when I do whoever wants to buy one. But uh, I'm not like uh, like Spago who has like a like a following or anything like that. But uh, it's cool. Uh, so to look me up and Andy. Yeah, I've got uh, if you go to Andy that's A-N-D-Y-R-I-S-T-A-I-N-O.com. You can find links to my Tumblr and Twitter and Instagram and uh, see my work. I have original art for sale there, and I've made a bunch of comics. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I make YouTube videos. You're welcome to check those out where you can just watch me drawing and kind of rambling. Uh, and, ah, that's, uh, I, you know, I also work full-time in the animation industry. So uh, if you go to my website, you can see some of the stuff I've done in the past. Uh -huh. Yeah, and uh, producer Chris, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, I, I guess the uh, biggest thing for me right now is um, go to uh, Live Fire Cook on Instagram. That has most of the stuff, and that's a lot of the things that I'm cooking and um, devices that I build. Mm -hmm. And um, just recently, kind of the corn season has ended, but I spent a lot of time experimenting with the intersection of corn and mushrooms. Oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah. So. All things I love. So now I'm probably onto some sort of squash and pumpkins and things like that. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, uh, uh, oh, yeah, right. So so we did a test earlier, and Dylan was on it, like, and I had to pay him to leave. So uh, I might put that on the end of this podcast. Yeah, and, uh, throw it on after. Uh... I'll throw it on. And actually, I'll have Andy, you can send me a jam, and I'll put it on the end. 
So, I mean, because yeah, we're, yeah. we're, I mean, he's been jamming, but I don't know uh, how good it's been coming out because of the uh, microphone setup we have. I have no idea. We're really bad at this. So, uh, <laughs> so Andy could go to his studio and actually get a, like, play a nice little I mean, outro. I can redo the whole podcast if you want. Yeah. Well, the, well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The voice. Can you do you the can, voices? You know, yeah. all the voices. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do? A, I think a lot of it. Some of it we can keep. I think a lot of this we can keep. Yeah. But uh, sorry. Go on, dude. Yeah. Good time. We're gonna have a good time. That's a wah wah Anyway. Maybe next episode we can discuss the relationship between Peter Frampton and the teachers and the <laughs> Peanuts television spell. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, thanks everyone for listening. And uh, yeah. if you have any questions, uh, well, how do we? How do they contact us, Carl? So, I mean, email me at vtron v e e t r o n at gmail dot com or. You go on to Anchor. We're on Anchor, and you can record a message. There's a, a thing yeah. you can hit record message. Nobody did that except my sister when I paid her money to, to do it. <laughs> uh, but, um, or, and then, um, what else? Just, 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 if you see our link, I'm going to post yeah, it. Shoot, Me you and can, Andy are going to post either of us all, a, We're going to post question. links on Facebook. Yeah. Just freaking reply with a question. Yeah, reply on Facebook because too, the funniest one of the on first... Twitter or Tumblr or whatever Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll compile all the questions and we'll get back to them eventually. You know, we're gonna keep making these and we're gonna make them until somebody shows up and freaking says, "Hey, stop making these." Yeah, and exactly. then we're gonna be like, "To hell with you!" <laughs> then we're gonna like we're, we don't give a shit. We're just making yeah. these fucking things. So yeah. fuck you. That's yeah, but anyway, we want your questions. Uh, yeah, I know we appreciate your listens. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this. And we'll see you next week. Peace out. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Strum it up, and. You're wearing my sandals.
Bye-bye. Uh, I don't know how we work this into the to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>